You're listening to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast, a podcast that delivers value and offers up insight that'll help your credit union grow. ServiceStar has been consulting with credit unions for over 20 years, growing them in the areas of cultural development, leadership development, and management training. To learn more about what ServiceStar can do for you or your credit union, check them out at servicestarconsulting.com. Today we get to listen in um, Mike Neal describe the difference between will versus want as we're talking about engagement. I can continue conversation from our last podcast. Stay tuned. I hear a lot of credit unions talking about willing and, and several of these credit unions will want to replace willing with want to. And I think it's it's tie, it's a tie-in to buy-in versus engagement. It's semantics, right? But But is it our job as leaders to change somebody's want to or care level? Or is there a difference between the word that we use in our, tra- in our trainings, which is willingness to versus care to or want to? Can you, can you maybe help the listener out with that distinction as well? Um, want to, if it's real, creates action, right? I want to save money, but I also want to go to Tito's tonight and eat out. So, okay, do, how much do I want to save money if I wind up at Tito's? So it's this, it's this idea. Everybody wants to be better. Everybody wants to be as good as they can be. That's, again, that's one of those trivial terms. But I like the question that you asked. To what degree is it our responsibility to create this, whether you want to use the term want to or willingness? It's our obligation to create an environment that allows people to care if they have the capacity to do so, right? So everybody's got a choice. One of the reasons managers get so mad at their employees and they wind up getting in a meeting and the little finger is going like, I don't know how many times I've talked to you about this. This has got to be at least the fourth time. And every time you say you're going to come into work on time, and then, you know, and then you do, and then you don't. So I'm getting a little frustrated that we keep having to talk about this because, you know, this is going to wind up with you getting on probation if this keeps up. And the employee's like, dude, why are you yelling at me? So because I care more about it than they do. Caring does not transfer. Caring does not transfer. Right, Scott, you know, I'm a, I'm a noted relaxer. And very committed to laying on the sofa and eating Cheetos. But if Scott says, no, Mike, Neil, you need to run a marathon like I did. It's like, no, Scott, I don't. I think that was really stupid that you did it in the first place. And then you're like, no, I'm going to come over to your house, Mike. I'm going to knock on your door on Saturday morning. And you know what? I know the passcode to get in the front door anyway, because the last time I was over there, you told me what it was this because you weren't home. And now I know how to get in. And I'm going to grab you. I'm going to tie you up. I'm going to throw you in a little red wagon. And we're going to go running. First of all, that's not running. Next, that's kidnapping. Third, I'm going to call the police. So you didn't didn't make me into a runner. You broke about three federal laws. So what I do is I care so much about it with the employee that I think it'll all leap off to me onto them. It doesn't. And so what I have to do is with people that have the capability to be willing to do an action, then I have to sometimes say to them, what are you going to do to be fully effective in this area? Because managers will always say, what can we do to help you get you where you need to be? 
which all that means is to a person who's unwilling to do something, what do you want me to do to fix you? And they will give you plenty of work to do, which won't work because it doesn't change their willingness. It just puts you into action trying to fix them. Now, some people are going, Mike, I just, I see what you're saying, but I just don't believe anybody's unwilling. Well, uh, let's take a look at our research. 84% of the credit union employees responded said, I could perform significantly better if I what? Wanted to. Let's look at the Gallup Group statistics. Do you think 71% of employees who don't care about work are incapable of caring about work? Like it's impossible to. No. They don't like the work they're doing. They don't like the company they're doing it with, or they don't like their manager. And so what I have to do is I've got to be willing to confront that lack of willingness. And by the way, if there was going to be one tool that a manager needs to have, it better be this one, because there's a lot of it out there, right? Regardless of the metric, I've got to be willing to ask someone who's unwilling to do it, but able to do it, what are you going to do differently? Within that, some people will then commit and say, here's what I'm going to do, and they'll make that change. Some people, you may have to ask that twice. But there comes a point, probably after you've done it twice, where you're not going to just keep asking that question because that's now codependent, right? Scott, what are you going to do? Oh, man, I'm going to check myself into rehab. If you'll just give me that 500 bucks, you know, then I promise you this is the last money I ever, ever asked you for. All right. Well, hey, did you go to rehab? Well, you know, I was going to, but then my car got in great difficulty. Well, did you, could you take a lift? Well, see, you got to have a credit card for lift and I didn't have, you didn't call me. Well, I know you're busy. See, and so what I do, it goes, but if you could give me a, just a little bit more money, I and I swear to you, and this becomes codependent. I just keep trying to solve your problem for you when it's clear you're the only one that can solve your problem. And I hate to use that term because it's kind of loaded, but that's what we do. We create this codependent relationship where we say to the employee, what are you going to do differently? And they go, I'm going to set my alarm to, uh, so it'll be louder. Good. And then they do it. Then they don't. What are you going to do now? I'm going to get two alarms and turn them both up to volume 11. And now, okay, then what are you going to do now? Well, I'm going to get my wife to wake me up because I'm such a sound sleeper. I think flying. I mean, she, what happened now? Well, my wife changed her shift. She goes in earlier than me now. So then I own their problem. There comes a time for me to say to the employee, here's what's obvious to me. I care more about your attendance than you do. And I can tell that because this is the third time we've talked about it. The other two times you've told me what you're going to do differently. And then you haven't executed on those things over time. I'm not going to coach you on this more. It's going to hold you accountable. And so that's what I wanted to lock in on, Scott, is I think the distinction between want to and willing can really get muddled. But want to is, a, is an ideation, an intention, willing produces a behavior. If Scott was willing to meet me to learn something from me, he would be willing to drive to Louisville and meet me halfway. But if he always has excuses why he can't, he doesn't really want to learn that from me. 
And I, that's a different end. No, I really do want to learn. I just, you know, it's hard for me to carve out that time. We could do it on a Saturday. Well, we could do it on Sunday afternoon. Well, I'll meet at night. Well, and so to me, it's the mental tricks that get played on us when we say, I can care so much that I'll make the employee care. And that is an absolute canard. It is a false argument. And it never has been true and it never will be true. You can create the environment where they'll care, but you can't care so much that it makes them care. I love it. I love it. So will versus want, will wins. We've got willing uh, takes the victory there. Engagement takes the victory over buy-in. Thanks for listening to this Credit Union Leadership Podcast. Tune in for more with Mike Neal coming up soon.